0: if you like action you like stunts you like cars all that kind of stuff you're in for a real treat because my guest today on this episode is raymond Kahn from northeast ohio dukes raymond is a stunt man who has jumped the general Lee 27 times and when i say jump the general Lee, he's in that cockpit in that car hitting a ramp at 65 miles per hour going up about 15 or 20 foot in the air and then going another 150-some foot and then crashing violently to the ground and all to help keep the spirit of the Dukes of Hazzard alive. And Ray does a great job of that. And uh, this is the 45th anniversary of the very first episode of the Dukes of Hazzard back in January of 1979. It's going to be the 50th anniversary of the annual Radical Speed Sport event in Moncton New Brunswick, Canada and Ray is going to be jumping the General E outside the Moncton Coliseum On Friday April 19th, and we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about how does a guy? Even get into doing this and why he still does it today And it's all brought to you by Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car Back on the road after an accident. Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa. No matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. McDonald Boneyard of Kyoto, Iowa for all of your farm equipment and auto recycling needs. Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. You need a trailer, they've got your trailer, and they fix what they sell and don't in their full-time repair shop. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna errands and gravely dealer. And he also sells Husqvarna snowblowers, and he fixes all makes and models. b and Propane and the family of Jet Stops present Southeast Iowa Today. I'm John Bain, author of Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On, and your host. Let's get right to it. Ray, it's great to see you.
1: What's up, John? How you been? I've been great.
0: And uh I hope I know you, you have uh I hope you have too. You're you're so busy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've, I I wasn't busy there for a little while. I had some recovering to do, but then all of a sudden I'm busy again. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't I wish there was two of me. Yeah, and I wouldn't be <laughs> so busy.
0: But but that's kind of like uh you're already In the job that you do as a stunt man, you're already the second guy.
1: I I am the second guy, I am my own stunt double.
0: (laughs) The unsung hero. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for the folks that don't know this, Ray, you have been jumping 1969 Dodge Chargers that look like the General Lee. They are the General Lee. They're more General Lee than any other charger I've ever seen because these General Lees You pilot, and they fly through the air. You go 15 or 20 foot high and another 150-some foot long, and then you crash them into the ground.
1: Right, right. They never had a down ramp in Hazard County. And a lot of people ask us, why destroy the car? Why not use a down ramp? And my, my response to that is, number one, you never see a down ramp in Hazard County. Number two, we are traditionalists, so we're going to remain true to the TV show.
0: Well, you certainly do that. Now, how many jumps have you done so far? I want to say 20,
1: 26 or 26. 27. Now, yeah, 26 or 27.
0: Back in twenty, 20- one of them,
1: One of them was the bandit jump, and the rest were General Lees.
0: Okay, and then when you were in a 77 Pontiac Trans Am.
1: Right right
0: now one of your jumps either the 17th or 18th back in july of 2015 in centerville ohio my wife andrea and i actually were there and got to see your whole show and your whole jump and i'll tell you what it was spectacular my friend
1: yeah that was in brookfield ohio brookfield yankee lake uh truck night okay and yeah that's the one we did uh a full version, uh, like a live episode of the Dukes of Hazard, fighting, chasings, acting explosions. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a pretty, I think I landed flat on that one. Did I, did I land flat? I, I to say yeah, I did. you did. Yeah. Yeah. Those flat landings, they, they really tear you up. That was uh, a hard one. Yeah. It causes a lot of whiplash, you know, when you land flat the, uh, the jump vest, the safety equipment that we wear minimizes it, but it doesn't like completely like take, you know, everything away. But uh, uh, those flat landers, uh, yeah, I don't want to do that. I've landed flat a good seven or eight times. And um, so we, we started not putting as much weight into the trunk. That way we can sort of come down on the nose. Even Corey Eubanks, Corey will tell you, he likes coming down on the nose because the car crunches up like a beer can and uh, it, it absorbs a lot of the impact, which is better for us because we can go out and do it again the next day. When you land flat, it is so unforgiving and the driver takes that that impact.
0: And for the folks that don't know, Corey Eubanks is a stuntman and he was on the original Dukes of Hazard program as a very young man. He... He, uh jumped to General E
1: yeah he was uh he got a start out on, on the Dukes of Hazard and uh his uh, dad Bob Eubanks, uh, was friends with Paul Picard one of the executive uh, producers of uh, the Dukes of Hazard and uh Corey uh, got in there really you know they they really didn't welcome him in the beginning until him and Alan uh, Alan White uh, jr, they became friends. And then all of a sudden, you know, everyone else started being nice. Nobody likes the new guy. You're right? And- I wasn't even liked much, you know, <laughs> when I started doing this, you know, right. but, uh, they, they've all came around. And I, I could say that uh, there's a handful of the original stuntmen from the Dukes Hazard that um, I'm really good friends with.
0: Well, and and I want to let people know that the show that you do the folks that are watching right now, the show that he does and his crew, the Northeast Ohio Dukes, uh put on is incredible. It is like you're watching a real life live episode of the Dukes of Hazard. You're up in the stands in the stadium, they're down there on the track, and they're acting it out. We hear everything, they have a balladier, there's music, there's explosions, uh, there's cars turning and rolling, crashing. It's it's incredible. It's like a I felt like, it for me, it was my redneck Disney on ice.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, Sonny Stroyer, he played Enos, uh, Deputy Enos Strait in the Dukes. He's been to several of our shows. And the last one we did in 2018 at the Trumbull County Fairgrounds in Ohio, um, he said, Raymond, you guys really like did a fantastic job. He said, it took me back to 1982. Wow. And when you have somebody like Ina say something like that, you know it's a, a, a compliment.
0: That that's for sure. That's for sure. Sonny Scheuer is just such a such a great man. And uh, it's wonderful that he was able to attend several of your events. It's just for you as a Dukes of Hazard fan, that that just had to be the ultimate.
1: Yeah, I never thought that little boy that was playing with his his general lee, you know, <laughs> back in the day, you know, that I was watching the show. I never thought in a million years of those people that I was watching jump the cars and, and do the acting that I would actually have uh, them in my life as an adult. And I, I mean, just think, I get to jump the General Lee, the most famous car in the world. I never thought in a million years <laughs> that I would be doing that. It's just unbelievable. I'm well, what- very fortunate to have a crew that that were like family and and with my crew, if I was to name them all, we'd be here, you know, for an hour. Yeah. But uh, if I didn't have the crew, I'm just the idiot, the dummy, behind the wheel, but I have a whole crew that helps me build the cars and helps me do this. And um if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be where I am today with all the stiffness and now I'm just kidding <laughs> with, with the success that I've had, you know, with jumping the cars
0: and, and your family, your wife, Tina, she, she's Daisy in these events. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She plays Daisy. And, um, my brother, uh, playing uh boss hog. And, uh, at that time, my father was, uh, uncle Jesse up until he passed away. And then we, uh, uh, Dean Yeck from AutoZone became, our he was delivering parts to our shop and i was like, hey you look like uncle jesse and he yeah i'll do it you know and that's
0: awesome
1: a, i mean and dean was so much like the real uncle jesse anytime any of us had any problems or needed a you know mm-hmm. dean was always there but unfortunately we lost him in 2021 wow. um so that's- yeah it it, it, it tugs at your heart you know when you get close to people yes you know, yes. Like, you, know and you,
0: you are i mean you're what you're doing together you're so everybody is so all in on it
1: yeah you know so uh, my wife tina and my daughter tiffany uh they're sort of battle-hardened i don't think they worry as much today when i do the jumps as they did years ago uh we just have everything dialed in and we uh, we just the safety, you know we we the, the biggest safety thing that we have is the fear that we have inside. and and it's that fear that keeps you safe as a stunt driver because you're gonna if you're afraid, you're gonna make sure that your your pads are on right and you're, you're locked down good and you're off of the seat high enough and you know you just check and double check and triple check. It's that fear, you know, for me to say, uh, yeah, I've done it 27 times and I'm not a, afraid to do it anymore. Um, that's when I need to quit. That's when I need to quit because that's when you're going to get yourself killed or or worse, mm-hmm. hurt permanently, paralyzed, you know. Um, so I, I've had, a, trust me, when we do what we do, we get a lot of people saying, hey, I want to jump. Hey, I want to turn over a cop car. And and the first thing I ask him, well, oh, would you be afraid to do something like that? Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not afraid. Well, we don't need you then yeah. because we need you to be afraid because yeah. fear keeps you safe. I don't know if any other stunt drivers feel that way. This is something that I've learned through the years. Um, uh, for the guys who, who have literally, we've let them do stunts and, and, uh, they, they're like, oh, I'm not, a, I'm not afraid or anything like that. I'm like, listen, it's okay to be afraid. I want you to be afraid. Because from the time of, of the preparation of the car and to the day you're going to be doing the stunt, you can learn to control that fear and, and let that fear ride alongside you. You know, you can control it better. When you deny yourself of being afraid, And trust me, when they strap you in that car, you will be afraid. And then you won't know how to act because you've denied it. You've lied to yourself about being afraid. And now all of a sudden it's this new overwhelming feeling and you don't don't know how to act, you know, and the fear will conquer you. But uh, that's my whole theory on being afraid. And trust me, I'm all suited up. Got my jump vests on. I'm decked out from head to toe with all my gear and I'm walking to the car and I can hear guys with their wives or girlfriends. Hey, let me show you how it's done. Hey, let me do that. And I'm like, you don't know that you don't know. Right. You can really do it. You know, right. Uh, to put yourself, your life in a uh, life or death situation for people's amusement, you know, it's, 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 sort of up there with going into battle, you know, and, and I mean, me and my crew, we, we've bled together, we've laughed together, we've cried together, you know, so we're truly like our own like little band of brothers, band of stump brothers, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's the whole mechanism that makes a successful jump. You know, like I said, I'm the guy that's in the car doing the jump, but there's a whole mechanical thing that that is is moving with me building the car painting the car cage in the car getting the brakes done the engine tuned up it takes everybody together to to make that happen
0: well i i've got a couple different questions right away that i want to ask you but before i do that i want to let everybody out there because Raymond's got 75,000 plus followers on Facebook, and they're always, somebody's getting on there saying, you wrecked a Dodge Charger, now I won't be able to have one, and you're not even wrecking Dodge Chargers anymore, you're taking Dodge Charger, Auto metal Direct sheet metal that is fenders and roofs and trunk and all that, and you're putting it on Ford Crown Victorias and Mercury Marquis, if I'm correct.
1: Right. So, you know, in the in the old days, uh, when you can buy a, a roached out charger that was setting for 35 years, no floors, somebody kept the roof off, no engine, no transmission, no title, no VIN tag, no fender tag. You know, there was nothing wrong with us taking that car that was going to go to the car crusher for us to bring it here. Nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted it until we made it into the generally and jumped it
0: you gave that charger that was sitting out in, in the timber or the junkyard, you gave it that one last
1: moment of glory. I've always said, John, what, what better way to honor a Dodge Charger than to dress it up like the most famous Charger of them all, the General Lee, and take it out with one last hoorah.
0: That's now, right. there ain't
1: nothing wrong if somebody's restoring a Dodge Charger when they buy a new hood from Auto Metal Direct, they take their old rusted crusty hood that you can't do anything with and donate it to us. We fill it with Bondo. We paint an orange and we send it. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing right. wrong with that at all. There but because of those cars that we were using, they ain't $400 anymore. They're $18,000. <laughs> yeah. so, so Bender had back in, I want to say, 20, 2017, the year that we did the Detroit jump, he said, Hey man, why don't we just start making these panels and putting them on, you know, like a, like a Crown Vic or something. And he said, I checked the wheelbase and everything. It's only an inch or so off. We can make it work. And I said, well, Bender, we got three more cars out there waiting. I said, so we'll go ahead and, and, and do that later when we run out of chargers. So, uh, so it came, it came time that that we we started doing that. And it's a lot easier, a lot easier making the wannabe lees with the Crown Vicks and Grand Marquises than making the what I call the zombie lees, which are those cars that they were just carcasses cut up, rusted up, you know, that we would have to bring back to life. It's right. so much easier doing it this way with uh the auto metal direct panels we don't have to do no engine work no transmission work no brake work suspension work all of that stuff is done
0: which has to save you a lot of time and money i would yeah
1: think. you know what it was 85 degrees 90 degrees at the mopar nats a couple of years ago and i was on my and you're in gear right and you're sweating in your helmet and all your gear and uh i had the ac on for the first time on my way to the ramp <laughs> well, it was pretty cool yeah
0: Man, how many stuntman can say that yeah. <laughs>
1: AC on, you know i was listening to some music and it was just so luxurious you know wow all you can basically move is your eyeballs you know mm-hmm. you know when you're in a jump car you're driving you just want to drive straight to the ramp and get it over with the last the last time i did that at the mopar nats i want to say i hit the ramp at 65 miles an hour and hitting a giant wedge it just by itself is pretty devastating it's a thud that you won't forget and, and
0: uh and and, our, and how are you able to hang on to the steering wheel
1: well it's very hard there's some rules for the steering wheel okay so the the steering wheel you're supposed to like sort of hold your thumbs up that way when the wheel jerks when you land that you don't like break a, a, a thumbnail. I always forget to do that. Uh, um, it's like, there are a lot of guys in the stunt world. They, they'll they just go like this, grab their belts and and go like that. I can't do that because I feel like I'm losing control of the car. I don't, it's like, you know, you're, you're in a, a, a downward, you know, pitch in, in an airplane and you, you want to let go the yoke of the airplane.
0: No.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I got to keep in and. I used to do our jumps at night, you know, like the jump, you, you were there at night. So you don't see the ground coming. So you don't expect it. In Detroit, it was my first daylight jump in a long time. And so I was able to see the landing coming at me and I was like, oh crap. So I, I just braced for it. And I ended up breaking my left wrist in Detroit.
0: Wow. And that was at the Detroit Autorama in, was it 2017? 2017,
1: yeah. Uh, It was February 24th. We're coming up on the uh, anniversary for that.
0: And and that video has been around the world several times.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of people there in attendance, but then it was live streamed around the world. And uh, boy, we were busy for months responding to... Oh, I bet all kinds of questions and comments and stuff like that in fact somebody it, it just keeps making its way around uh they're still talking about it to this day yes. it was on the dodge charger forums okay. oh
0: yeah you you see photos of it going through the air you see the where you hit the impact then they also video the video and it's just a it's an incredible video to watch. And I know I probably have watched it 26 times at least.
1: <laughs> well, I do have a funny story about the Detroit jump. So um, the weather in Ohio, like Michigan, it's pretty, pretty cold. And sometimes a lot of times snowy and stuff. Right. Uh, so we got the car done and we wanted to give the the ramp a, a fresh paint job and whatnot. But we didn't have enough time to paint the lime green stripes on the uh on the ramp they sort of like go in the center you know you got your left ramp your right ramp they're together and then you got green stripes going up and you
0: probably the- you probably use those stripes
1: yeah just to, to guide to guide yeah. yourself give yourself a little bit of a guide um so that's what I, I I aim for well we painted those the morning of the jump and because it was a little humid out they didn't dry. So if you go to those pictures of the Detroit jump, you'll actually see green paint on the tires. I hate
0: it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and, and there's somebody out there that says the General Lee didn't have green paint on his tires.
1: <laughs> I think uh, I think honestly, just because it was the Detroit Autorama, you know, um that since the show had ended. This is probably the most popular, famous, generally jump since the TV show ended.
0: I'd say by by, far, by yeah. far. Well, hopefully on this upcoming jump, the 50th annual Radical Speed Sport at the Mockton Coliseum in New Brunswick, Canada, you're going to another country, a completely different country. Yeah, how about that? April 19th through the 21st is the... 50th annual Radical Speed Sport, but you're going to be jumping the General Lee right outside the
1: Coliseum
0: on Friday, April 19th.
1: 12 o'clock noon, Uh, that's how we are going to open the show, and I I love the fact it's their 50th anniversary. Yeah. It's the Dukes of Hazard's 45th anniversary, so we're celebrating two uh, anniversaries with one big jump, so we're all excited about
0: that. That is incredible. Now, will there be Will you be doing your entire stunt show, or will it be the jump just spectacular yeah, it's just, jump?
1: It's just the generally jump. Uh, okay. The uh, big stunt shows the, that requires a like a stadium, a grandstand, and and, right. and dirt track. Um, so this is going to uh, replicate a lot of what we did in uh, Detroit for the Autorama, except okay. for we're going to go a little faster, jump a little higher, go a little further. Wow. So, always like trying to beat my old records, you know, just keep going further and further, higher and higher.
0: Okay. Well, that kind of gets back to one of the questions I want to ask is, why the heck do you do this?
1: Why do I do this? I don't think I've ever been asked that. So thank you for that question. You're welcome. Um, I don't know why I do it. I never wanted to do that. It was... I can tell you where I got bit by the jump bug is what I call it. Okay. Uh, Corey Eubanks, Harold Thornton, and Tommy Sarmiento was jumping the General Lee for uh, MTV to kick off the new movie. That okay. was coming out in 2005. All mm-hmm. the producers from MTV had asked me to bring my personal general and my personal Roscoe car. They wanted to use our sheriff car so Corey could jump over it at the college, you know, Covington, you know, mm-hmm. Oxford College, Chaney Hall. Where the where the I, first
0: general lead jumped. First there.
1: general lead jumped at the end of all the credits. And they asked me to do that. And I said, heck yeah. So so I got to sort of be on set with Corey and 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 Tom and Harold. And I I literally like, I was like, I want to do this. I just, I just want to do this. How old
0: were you at the time, Ray?
1: Josh, that was 2005, 28, maybe
0: 28, maybe.
1: Okay. More around in there. Uh huh. So, um, but I, I, I wanted to do it, and I never thought I would do it. But two years later, I did it. it was that was my first general lead jump? So why am I doing it now today? Why am I doing it today? I would probably first say to keep the Dukes of Hazard alive. Second is to honor all of those great stuntmen who risked their life, who risked their everything to to make sure that you and I and all of the other billions of Dukes of Hazard fans had a great family TV show to watch when we were kids.
0: And we sure so, did.
1: It's always the stunt guys you never get you know, the, the credit for anything. And, and so we do this to honor them.
0: Well, my friend, you're doing a heck of a job I and, mean, you know, my hat's off to you. I wish you the best. I hope uh, for a huge flight and uh not so hard landing, but, <laughs> but, but a lots lot of, of city-
1: people, a lot of people get it wrong. They're like, oh, oh, he landed on concrete. That's gotta be terrible. It's actually the opposite. When you land on asphalt or concrete, you sort of scrape off and it scrubs off a lot of the impact. I would pick those landings any day than landing on the dirt, you know, Right. Uh, because when you land in the dirt, it, it, you sink in like a yard dart, you know.
0: Yeah, it just you kind know? of, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that sucks. Well, I, I know we're going to be limited on time and I've got so much to ask you. You recently had a health scare. And yeah
1: yeah so, so share with so, us what you will so throughout the years i just noticed that some i've uh, been having some pain in my knees and uh, some physical changes in my face my jaw and it's like i was gaining all of this weight and no matter what i did starve myself go to the gym you know work myself out to that just to try to main uh uh maintain a uh a lighter weight but no matter what i did i just kept gaining weight you know mm-hmm. and here i found out that i had a pituitary gland tumor which was causing my bones to grow my body to still want to grow and it wiped out my knees it wiped out my elbows i've had so many surgeries to uh outside of the brain surgery that i had to that literally saved my life uh but I've had so many surgeries that try to correct all of the damage from the tumor. Wow. So it's a scary thing. You know, my, my hands, have grown uh, my feet. I, I used to wear a size 10. I, I'm almost into a 12 shoe now, you know, just because uh, it was causing my body to uh, uh, produce a deadly amount of human growth hormone. Wow! And um, yeah, it, it, the, the surgeon came out and said, you don't get this taken care of, Raymond. This is going to kill you. And I—I I mean, I don't cry much, right? But that—that that definitely made me cry. Made my wife and my daughter cry. Oh, sure. And, um, in fact, uh, when they said they'll they'll operate it, they'll get it out. The first thing that I asked them, "Am I still going to be able to jump?" And he said, "Oh, sure, no problem. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing." So that was that was awesome for me.
0: Yeah, that 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 made you probably gave you a little reassurance going into the surgery that hey they're going to get this taken care of and I'm going to be able to keep doing what I want to do
1: yeah so I've had a lot of surgeries you know um, nothing jump related or anything like that you know but just surgeries before I knew I even had the tumor so it's like oh it's surgery no problem but this one really scared me because they're inside of your head well, justifiably uh, they up, so. They, they went up my nose and they drilled a hole through my skull and they, they removed the tumor. You know, your pituitary gland is what they call your master gland. It's responsible for all of your hormones, for everything. And um, I was scared that that it was going to be damaged by the tumor so much that they would have had to remove that as well. And then you're looking at very expensive uh hormone shots and pills that you'd have to take for the rest of your life wow you know so i just remember i remember laying on the on the operating table and i was scared i'm like just looking around me and i see all these people around me with the bright lights and the mask and this sweet sweet nurse just came over grabbed my hand and she started sort of like going like this to me saying raymond it's gonna be okay and then i went out woke up in the worst pain imaginable my head was killing me. I had severe, what it felt like, brain freeze from hell for, for a good month. And nothing I, that you couldn't sleep it off. You couldn't take any painkillers or anything like that. It just wouldn't go away. So finally, the, the drainage and stuff like that from the, uh, the operation, it, it started relieving all, all of that pressure. So I'm lucky crazy. to be alive. Uh, you know yeah,
0: you're very blessed you had uh good surgeons and uh medical teams that had the confidence the skill a lot, lot of
1: people praying for me yeah because uh my daughter had not announced on our facebook page to everybody that this is what i was going to be going through and and uh we had a lot of people that that were praying so i was I'm one of very, them very thankful to all of you guys because it worked
0: it did so, it uh... Prayer does work, doesn't it?
1: Get to jump again. So. That's right.
0: Now you've got your stunt life hat on. Stunt life is a movie that you were in. That you yes. that you you starred in it. You I don't know how much you produced and directed, but that was your your
1: baby. Yeah, I did. I didn't produce. I didn't direct. That was uh, AJ Satterfield and Mike Kolovich. Um, A.J. is phenomenal when it comes to his creativity on camera angles and, and editing and, and stuff like that. So all of us with our heads together. Um, the first Stunt Life movie, I think it's Stunt Life, The Wild Ride. It's about my first 22 generally jumps. Then we had Stunt Life, The Bandit Project, which was surrounded with the uh, the bandit jump. And then this one here. Stunt Life, The Motion Picture, and this was about um, how COVID came in, shut down the whole world. How did that affect us? Well, we we couldn't do our shows that we were booked for because you couldn't have large crowds, you know. So right, right. we just took that and we just wrote a script about how we're how we going to pay the bills, you know, how we... How are we going to pay the mortgage, you know, right. stuff like that. It was so, like a Dukes of
0: Hazzard episode. It was like
1: a Dukes of episode. So, you know, Tina, she's like, you got to sell the General E, so we can eat, so we can pay our bills so we don't lose the house and stuff. And I'm not selling it, you know. So, you know, there it brings in drama with that. And then finally, they they left the uh, the ban on large crowds. And then we go back to work and doing the stunts. But now we're, since since the the pandemic, you know, it's been a little while. So we're sort of like more scared than usual, you know. So we got to get back into that. We got to find our mojo again.
0: Exactly. By the
1: end of the movie with the Moparnats jump, we find our mojo and we kick butt. And it's a great movie, a great family movie.
0: And how can people get it?
1: go to uh YouTube and you just put in stunt life uh stunt life the the motion picture and you can watch it there for free
0: Wow and it's 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 very I'm gonna looking at our audience right now watch it it's it's fun it's great that's my endorsement that's awesome <laughs> well Ray uh we are like I said we're limited on time was there anything I should have asked that I didn't before we wrap up?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I think you covered uh, all of the bases, buddy.
0: Okay. Well, I really appreciate it. I wish I could be up there in Canada with you on uh, April nineteenth, and hopefully, some folks can. I'm sure if they just go online, they can probably get tickets.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. The first international generally jump. You know that's so special. You know, all the generally jumps have been in the 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 U.S., but now we're 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 getting noticed outside of the country
0: it's huge my friend and you're going to represent uh the united states you're going to represent hazard county and uh, the dukes of hazard and you're a great ambassador for it raymond
1: i'm honored that they chose me you know if if we weren't doing a good job i don't think we would have made it to 27 jumps Mm -hmm. uh and and outside of that we got our 27 car jumps that we've done but with all of my other stunt guys, with Mikey and Tyler and Bailey and Rich and all of us together, you know, we've probably done over 300 death defying stunts, stuff that would have killed, killed, killed or killed. <laughs> what would Roscoe, you say, oh, that would have killed an ordinary man. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we've we done so many stunts and, and we do it safe. We can't do the stunts if we're killing ourselves out there. That's
0: right. That's right. So, well, well, hey, we got to wrap this up, but tell Mikey and Bender and Pat and Tina and all the folks that I say hello, and I wish you all the best.
1: All right, buddy. I appreciate John and it all, John, and I'm very honored to be on your podcast, buddy.
0: Thank you. And good I'm luck with
1: your General Lee. I've been paying close attention to the Restore on it. Well, so.
0: thank you. Appreciate it. Take care and good luck, Ray. Thanks, buddy. Thanks again to my friend Raymond Kahn, stuntman from the Northeast Ohio Dukes, and we wish him all the best on his upcoming jump in April up in Canada. Say hello to all our uh, neighbors to the north, Ray. And once again, thanks for being on the program. And thanks to our sponsors, Griner Auto Body, Car Doctor, McDonald Boneyard, Hinshaw Trailer Cells, Girling Repair, B&B propane and the family of Jet Stops. I'm your host, John Bain. Stay friendly, Southeast Iowa, and yeehaw!